Gone Girls podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls podcast. The Gone Girls podcast show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Gone Girls. I'm Kara Sabon. I'm Shauna Lane. And we are here with Walker, Walker Hayes. That's that's me. What's going on? How that's are you guys? Me. Walker, thanks for joining us today. I feel like this thing is right in my face, but I know it doesn't see me, so that's the good. Walk, the one eye yeah. doesn't see you. Uh, it hears you, but you have to get closer yeah. to it for it to work. Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's so weird. It totally looks like a what creature from an this? 80s movie. I know it does, right? <laughs> Wally. Oh, yeah. What was that? Uh... Yeah, anyway, I don't Wally. know. But is it Wally? Wally. That's not an 80s movie, though. Is that a 90s yes, movie? Is. I'm gonna Google it right now. No, what was the, the movie that was from the, the 80s? The robot. Yeah, the cartoon robot. That wasn't the 80s, though. Oh, I don't know. Oh, what Wally are you talking about? Um, I'm gonna Google it right now. But then what was the movie from the 80s where they, the robots, like, took over, but they were friendly at first. Oh man, that's gonna bug me. I totally can't remember. Oh, it turns out it's from 2008. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have any sense of time anymore because uh, yeah, I just feel like we're all winging it, so we whatever. We can always count on Sean the well, accurate with the numbers. <laughs> a little off in my trivia by Thank 30 you. years or so. Okay. Well, anyway... <laughs> How are you today? Oh, I'm so good. I don't know if you can tell that I've been, you know, straining my voice with all the phone sex. Uh, oh. oh. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you get paid you get, for that? Yeah, does that money? <laughs> I was going to say. You know, funny enough. We're looking to pick up some gigs. Seriously, like a, a girlfriend of mine, a comic in Baltimore, does that like it's truly as her profession. Yeah. And it's hilarious to me. A, because she's a, a very out and proud lesbian and 95, if not more, percent of her customers are dudes. And she's been with one dude in her life that I That's know of, so I just think it's hilarious. Yeah, she's These just having fun. These people are, like, paying her for the experience of the fact that she has virtually no experience. I was going to say, that must make it easier, because I could see me actually, like, falling in love with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> or thinking that I was, you know what I mean? Like, actually thinking, like, this meant something. Oh, I would God. be the worst. I'd be like, take that banana and unpeel it. And if you know what I mean. It up and put some peanut butter. I on guess though, yeah, it's probably easier if you're totally detached totally from it. Detached. And you're just yeah. like, yeah, you could just, you know, she's Stick like it in my ass yeah. dry. She's Go as ahead. drawn to them oh as she gosh. is to like, you know, a fucking sock. Like, yes, yeah. this sock and I have this intense relationship where I put it on my toes every day and it just does something to me. Oh, she must have some good stories. Huh? Yeah, yeah, she does. Um, but no, no phone sex for me. I've been, uh, I've been under the weather, so I've been watching a lot of movies. Um, yes. I added we, yours to the queue. You a really good movie. You did. Oh, got me such in the holiday spirit to beat children. Uh, well, this movie was from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Ernest Saves Christmas. We watched Ernest Saves Christmas, and uh, we, um, we're at the V-Spot right now, right next to New York Comedy Club, and they just had a Christmas party on Sunday, and I saw Walker, and she stopped me and was like, you and Shauna owe me $4, by the way, for that movie, and I was like, what did you pay for it? it? I thought that you don't have 
Netflix? Okay, I don't have Netflix. I have uh, Amazon, which if okay. you don't, if you're unaware of all the ways that Amazon can control your life and make it very um, convenient slash they'll know every move you make from this point on. But like, I literally get my groceries delivered from Amazon. Wow. Obviously, I shop there. I get my music from there. All my TV. All my wow. Movies. I love Amazon. I do too. My I whole get a lot life. Of stuff. Yeah. So I'm Amazon Prime slash okay. Amazon Fresh, which is the grocery like arm. The fresh Direct kind of thing. It's yeah. basically the competitor to Fresh Direct, and so yeah, like if Amazon were ever to leave like the U.S., I I would just become a hermit and starve to death. But what do you ha- do? You have like streaming movies you can watch. Or yeah. You pay for them. Well, it's part of your your membership. So once you pay, I want to say I pay like two hundred dollars a year or something. It might oh, be slightly okay. more. For the privilege of getting the groceries delivered. If you don't do that, I think it's even less. I think Prime is probably $100 for the year, which means, like, your shipping is free. Right, right, right. But even just to have Prime, because the grocery isn't even available in most places. It's probably available, like, here, Los Angeles, you know, bigger cities. But then, so on the Amazon, like platform for movies and tv it'll it has like all these things that are included in your prime membership already like all their original content which by the way they have so so much so many kick-ass shows to come out of amazon that you wouldn't know if you didn't go there no i did know that and some of them are on netflix yeah i imagine now they're doing the cross promo because netflix rules the world but before um, i had netflix i would actually buy stuff or rent stuff on amazon yeah yeah and i do that too so like i don't have netflix so I rented Ernest through Amazon, and you can look up like virtually anything. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> I know, right? And my dad's like, Did you "What? Mean to Ernest Chris? <laughs> Are you sure about this? This hasn't been rented in eleven years." <laughs> but, Are you yeah. sure you want? Right, that would be great with a warning. Are you sure, Are you, you, sure? you want to rent this? We don't feel like this is something you'd be watching, Walker. Well, I'll tell you what was really interesting about it is the minute I started watching it, it re- it took me back to like the Pee Wee's Playhouse era. Yeah. Here's the thing that's good about that. Like we are so I feel like all TV right now, it's so like the it's got to be real. It's got to feel real no matter how like yeah. what it's making fun of or what it's doing, it's got to feel real. Yeah. Back in the day, you wanted TV to feel phony as fuck. Like yeah. you wanted sets, you wanted yeah. outfits, you wanted Those to, big you wanted escapism. Yeah, and that was like characters, 80s. more like Broadway. Characters. Yeah. yeah, it was a show, hundred yeah, percent. Like if we couldn't tell that we were getting like taken out of the real world, you were doing it wrong, and that was really fun to see because yeah. it's that's just so not how things are anymore. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time I went to an audition where they weren't like just be real, just be real. It's or, like, well, I'm fucking here I'm yeah, it's real <laughs> you know like, maybe you, notch, maybe you right? just don't enjoy my personality yeah. but that doesn't make me fake that I makes know. me not your cup of tea I went, I went on an audition last week and, and he said that he was like make it really real and then he was like okay and you know how they get that look of disappointment on their face and yeah. you're like okay you didn't like me I can see it <laughs> you know he was really excited when I walked in and then his face fell after I acted <laughs> and I was like okay and then he was like mm, Add some energy to it. And I was like, you told me to be real. Right. This is me. I'm real right now. I'm tired. <laughs> this is what you yeah, get. I know. Yeah, yeah, but, so but that's, so like, so there. dramatically different from, like, all then. of that stuff, which was, was so cool. It was so goofy. Yeah. I was like, wow, Ernest is a hack. Oh, my wow. God. But he's actually a really good, good actor. actor. Because yeah. yes. when you see who he actually is and what he did with that character, like, 
we buy into it, but that's like so not who he is. So that's like acting at his finest, really, when you think about totally. it. Yeah. And we don't see much of that anymore. Like yeah. unless it's really overdone and someone's like a caricature, a character yeah. of their character. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that was that part was really cool. That and like all of the cameos of people that you're like, I remember that guy. Yeah. And that lady was the mom and everything. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Like that was fun too. But yeah, the movie I gotta tell you guys was pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> I loved it. I was yeah. cracking up. I was like, wow, look at this. And I forgot for a second it was the 80s. And I was like, wow, they really did the 80s in this movie. (laughs) And I was like, oh, it is the 80s. I thought all the characters he played were so... I love that he was completely dumb, but he could figure out how to make amazing characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So I was like, he's actually really smart. Like, he turned into some lawyer in the jail and, like, totally outwitted the police. Yeah. Also, got this guy out of jail. There is no way today that they would have a little girl that hanging was out. So creepy. I know. She was oh, like yeah, in yeah. shorts and like laying on his couch. I couldn't figure. Like, I I still don't understand that. So she she <laughs> runs away from paying a check, jumps in this guy's car, and they have no prior relationship. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. And then yeah. he's like, "Oh, cool, thanks, man. Like this, you're the perfect addition to our our little gang here. How old are you? Thirteen. Perfect. No one's looking for you. Even better. <laughs> and they spend like I a no, and then they even age her even more when she pretends to be someone's daughter, the governor's daughter or something. Mm-hmm. She has pigtails. And like, <laughs> she gives him a kiss on the cheek and he's like so awkward. He's like, ooh. It's like, oh. Right. This is so weird and creepy. schoolgirl uniform. Isn't it interesting though, there's this stuff like nowadays. It's funny. I was yeah. watching an episode of Cheers last night. It's like the ooh. episode where Sam and Diane finally become a thing. It's like 22 episodes Yay! in. Yeah. But one of the things he says to her is, I've been looking to pop you. And, and everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, oh my God, like I see all you. Like everyone would be all over that. Oh, you're objectifying women. You're promoting violence. And it's like, think about like, um, or even honeymooners, like to the moon. Like classic things where it's like you know we we so thought that was funny and nowadays if you laughed at that people no. would be on your shit so creepy Not like, we took all that for granted and though. you know it's funny about the whole thing I thought it was interesting because I was like you know there's a director behind there being like we need to do this like when she flips her little ponytail and like the officer's face I'm like we need you to flip your hair in his face so that everybody understands that you're like you know, have control over him as a little girl. Like, you actually had to tell, tell that to this girl. It was just so awkward and weird. Yeah, but like, little girl versus, like, she was very, like... Grown up. Grown, and, yeah, that's what made that weird. Because she from looked the, so from, young. And they were insinuating, like, she was underage that she left home. Right. But I thought that they were saying she was, like, 16, which is young, but you can be a smart and older 16. I mean, listen, it was wildly inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) 22-year-old taxi driver (laughs) that she just met and sleeping on his couch. Well, just the fact that she jumped in the car and was like, okay, take me away, and he's like, totally. (laughs) And they just started driving. He doesn't ask her anything. Like, that's so odd. Like, we would never think. Not only that, first of all, she jumps into a car with some creepy old Santa Claus in the backseat. This, like, like, gross redneck driver. And that's the better choice than just explaining why you can't pay the check. (laughs) We're just running down the street a few more blocks. Like, I'm going to jump in this random cab for what? 
Yeah, and she was all like, yeah, all right, yeah. Plus, I'm sorry, you're going to jump into into the one vehicle that there's an (laughs) expectation that you're going to pay for. (laughs) Like, any other car that you could jump in and be like, mister, save my life. This guy's like, yo, the meter's running. (laughs) Where are we going? cab at that. Oh, my God, terrible driver. (laughs) I would not get in his cab, that's for sure. Yes, I agree with that. Okay, so I have to tell you, though, at least that movie was not a Hallmark movie because we've made that mistake. a really bad one before. So at least this one was. Oh, but don't look, Hallmark. They're keeping a lot of C-list actors' careers alive. I told my, I, well, I said to my sister over the weekend we were trying to, we were watching movies, and I was like, no, I don't watch Hallmark. They're terrible. <laughs> and then I was like, but if I got a part in a Hallmark movie, that would be the best. Job oh, absolutely. I've ever had yeah. yeah. In my life. Yeah. hundred percent. Seriously. <laughs> well, I think I like, would kill for that job. Yeah. Well, Hallmark <laughs> brought us Leanne Rhymes and Eddie Sibrian. Uh, oh, that's um, right. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, I forgot about that. Yes. That's Horrible. how they met. They oh met on, the, on the set of Northern Lights or some. I forget. Oh. I knew it at the time. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that's how they met and became a thing. As I was watching it, I was like, I think I've seen this movie. Because he was like, kept saying, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, all his little nuances. I'm like, I think. Ernest? Yeah. Or I, or I think I remember kids in my school being like, more like boys just like saying those certain things. I'm yeah, like, yeah. He was famous for that. Yeah, he was famous for that. He had different movies. He had a he bunch. Had times, so I was like, Ernest yeah. does this. Ernest goes camp yeah. yeah Ernest goes to camp I actually think I saw at some yeah. point but yeah he was I mean he made a whole heck of mo- a lot of money off of that character he's up to nowadays. We should he reminded me of my boyfriend I was like he reminds me of my boyfriend <laughs> without a mustache I know I was gonna say I that I don't know how I feel about that well <laughs> no I mean he doesn't act like my no, boyfriend but he look he like looks and he's like that skinny with like the kind of a bigger nose and like the draw, yeah, strong bit, jaw I, I was like that looks like Don <laughs> All right, so then we rate the movie. Okay. So we rate it from one to ten pillows, okay. ten being the best, one being, one the, being worst. the worst. Okay. Yeah, so you, you first, Walker. All right. No pressure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I know everyone is waiting to hear, should they go see this movie <laughs> from 17 years ago? Well, you No, know. God, it's like 27 years 27 ago. Years okay, ago. yeah, let yeah. me do the math wow. correctly. Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to suffer from my lack of uh, <laughs> love for the movie. I'm going to give it, I'll give it uh, five and a half pillows. Okay. I think it's, um, I think it's entertaining enough uh, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a fun little throwback, but yeah, there were just parts of it that were so terrible. It was hard to, to sit through and uh, <laughs> the yeah. whole time you're like four fucking dollars, four yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah. There's that piece of it, but no, I would say, I would say it was, it was cute. It's the kind of here's the thing that's that's sad about those movies now is like you guys remember when we were young and like our parents or whatever would make us watch something from like the 60s or 70s right. and we could still like suspend our disbelief or whatever and we could sort of get into it i don't feel like you could do that with kids now kids their 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 bar is so high yeah, yeah. so the sad thing is i just don't think that's like an adoring classic because i don't mm-hmm. think little kids they'd be like this is the worst yeah, there's no cgi yeah. and that girl doesn't even have boobs yet oh and that's God. so unrealistic <laughs> you know that it's like their bar is so different from what ours was so yeah sadly i think that's probably not going to get that much more mileage out of it but yeah. I and give it a B B plus for for trying though. Right. I think it's funny that like 
when these older movies, they're like supposed to be teenagers and they all look like they're in their 40s. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, I'm like, what's that? They've made that argument about the cast of 90210 who was all yeah. like in their 20s yeah. and 30s when I mean, they did look that. look at all these old movies, you're like, really? These were supposed to be in high school or yeah. even college? Like, God, I wish they still did that. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we're looking for a 21-year-old, but Walker, we think you would be perfect for it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't think anyone will question that. <laughs> That'll be just fine. We'll just go, you know what? We'll make her 16. <laughs> Why not? Okay, I'm trying to look up this guy and see. Uh, Ernest P. World, blah, blah, blah. Jim Varney. Let me see. Um, let me see what's going on with him. Jim Varney. What would you give the movie, Ankara? I would give the movie... Uh, oh, he's dead. Oh, no. Oh, God. Now I have to give... Okay. Well, I give the movie... Oh, don't you dare let that impact your score. Six. <laughs> I give it a six. It was goofy and silly and, and I mean, it's... I don't know. I mean, like, I get it. I get it because I lived during that time. So, I, as a kid, that was, like... Exciting for me, I think, when I was a kid. But I can't. I'm so, like, I was like, I remember this guy. I remember thinking he was funny as a kid. But I just don't really remember like have like liking him or like sta- it's standing out so much in that my memory. But I remember he was very popular. Okay. Um, I give it ten pillows. I give it seven and a half pillows. I was entertained. Yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely entertaining for sure. Yeah. It, it gave me a warm feeling. I really dug that hair, the '80s hair. I was like, "That's probably never coming back." Either. Oh, the point, yeah, the point, that side point. No, no, thing. the goofy bangs in the front. Oh I yeah. I think it looks great on you. you I kept go trying for it. to think of who she <laughs> Shut was. Up on Cara, that doesn't sound nice. She's not anybody like I thought. I kept going, "Is that like Phoebe Cates as a little know, girl, or is it?" Someone. She looked like she, she was something, like right? But her name didn't ring a bell whenever it came up in the yeah. credits. I remember thinking, "Oh, I don't doesn't." sound like somebody but right. I think they, they had that very specific casting back then where all there was like yeah. all the teenage girls had that look and yeah. and all the grandmothers had that look yeah. and, and whatever, whatever I know I was like oh she looks shows. like uh, Shannon Doherty I was like because the one person that I absolutely recognized and warmed my soul immediately was the woman that, that ended up with Santa Claus oh, yeah. was the mom from uh, Pretty in Pink yes, <laughs> yes. So Amelia watched it with me. I, I oh, thought oh no, asleep. sixteen candles. Sorry, I lied. Oh, I'm getting okay. my John Hughes. I was confused. like, wasn't her mom dead in Pretty Six, in Pink? Sixteen okay. candles. Okay, right, right, yeah. right. Amelia kept saying, "What about Mrs. Claus?" Like, and I was like, "Oh yeah, what about Mrs. Claus?" Like, this old Santa's now just gonna hook up with this yeah. other woman, and this new Santa's gonna hook up with Mrs. Claus up in the North Pole. Well, yeah, maybe so. you just inherit it with the job. Yeah, hey, why not? I mean, if you can be a 13-year-old runaway and jump in some guy's cab and go... And by the just way, I just want to hell. point out that I'm, I'm also pretty sure this takes place in Orlando, which I is, uh, yeah, the uh, the capital of the criminal element in the United right. States. Right. Every time something bad happens, it's in, like, the landlocked Florida. portions of Florida. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God, she's dead, too. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Oh, well, the, the girl the, from the movie. Really? Oh, unless I put the name in wrong. Um, uh, oh God, would it, was it like the comedy poltergeist where yeah, they all right, just they got all like knocked off one by one? Noel Parker is Pamela Trenton. Oh, I put in Barker, not Parker. Okay. Well, so um, she's still with us. She's still alive. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I was like, wow, that really that went fast. Okay, Noel Parker. 
I don't know. It just keeps bringing up Barker. Wow, she doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. So, okay. Maybe that was her one only. Oh. One and only. That must be weird. I mean, I thought she no, was No, you cute. know who else is like She's that? She's not acting anymore. All this social media is like probably for people that are, you know. Yeah. Still acting and want to be out there or whatever. People that back then didn't have all that stuff. But do you remember that? That, that? It was very like, I mean, I guess it still is, but to a lesser extent because we have so many different possibilities now with like a Netflix or Hulu or whatever. But back in the day, I mean, it was the same like dozen people that worked that, that totally. uh, uh, That's what I was making the comment about. Oh, that guy was always the dad. That was always the grandma. Like people said, I want this person over and over. It still happens now, but to a lesser extent, because there's so many more roles. There's so many roles. There's so many more, uh, like portals for shows. And now a lot of times I think they want a face you don't know. Yeah. Whereas, you know, back in the day they, there, there was something to be said. There was a believability that came to your project. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, she's still alive and, um, let's go visit her. I mean, Phoebe yeah. Cates has a is clothing store on the Upper West Side. She does. You don't know that? What? No. Phoebe Cates has a clothing store on the Upper West Side. What's it called? Really? She runs like I don't. I don't know if she still does, but for sure, for a long time, like she flatly like left acting, rejected it, and married Kevin Klein. Of course, right. they have their little family, and she yeah. ran a children's clothing store on the Upper West Side. What? I did wow. know that she left Hollywood. Yeah, she, she said was, no mas. Yeah, I'm over it. Not interested. And I'm pretty sure that's still the case. Hey, you you're welcome. You got. The Google out, Shona. <laughs> You're welcome for the bathing suit scene, and mm-hmm. I'm out of here. <laughs> bye bye. But if we think about it, once you do something like that, you don't need to ever do anything else again. Yeah. Especially like it's you're married iconic. to somebody that's working, yeah. and right, you right. have your family. Like, what do you need to prove to anybody? Yeah, yeah, it looks like she just was working mostly in the 80s and into the 90s, and then that was it. All right, Noelle. Well, shout out to Noelle Parker. <laughs> yeah, she she got to do a, a super creepy, inappropriate movie Good with uh, with Vern, who's no longer with us. Yikes. And uh, yeah, dun, 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 dun. Left, left her mark on the on society. Burn. So, um, what should we do? Should we read the sketch next, or should we ask the questions? Uh, whatever. What did we What did we do last time? I don't remember. I think we um asked asked. The questions. Yeah, let's do the questions. Did you see the email that we sent? You can lie. Um, yeah. D- am I aware that there's a thing called email? Yes. <laughs> I, I, one specifically from you. I couldn't. I couldn't be sure. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, we a- are you are you okay with us asking you some questions? Sure. Okay. Great. Okay. What? Well, first of all, let me ask you about you a little bit. I don't. I don't know about you oh, so much. Excellent. So, um, <laughs> our our seventeen listeners um, would love to know. Eighteen now. Eighteen. I like that. Okay. <laughs> but we might have more on iTunes. Mm. It's only on, on SoundCloud. We have eighteen, but that's because we've been promote anyway. Okay. Well, anyway, we've got, so you yeah. are an actress and a comedian. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And then, what do you what do you do mostly? Um, you do you mean like outside of that world? Outside. Well, out, I mean, I know you do stand up, but then I don't know what you do as an actress. Um, I mean, I've been acting since I was little. So, I but I do a lot. Oh, of, you were like, a child actress. Oh, I mean, sort of, kind of, yeah. but not to the extent of like anybody we've talked about. But um, yeah, I mean, I've been acting since I was very little. I did theater. I wrote plays when I was a really? kid. Really. <laughs> That's what I thought I, like, wanted to do for a while. Um, and, yeah, but I do a lot of just, like, we've, I've had this chat with Ankara. Yeah. I do a lot of print work, so a lot of, like, modeling oh, cool. for old people. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but that's, that's like, my main thing is, uh, is print and, and um, 
a little voice over here and there. Uh, as you can tell, I have a very... Hey, you have a great voice. Lovely rasp going <laughs> around. Um, yeah, this funny. At the, I had, like, this huge audition Friday. I woke up, like, looking and sounding like the Crypt Keeper. I was like... <laughs> my lips were, like, all falling off my face and I was dying. Oh. And I'm, you know, sucking down hot tea and putting on shellac, trying to look, like, amazing for this Amazon audition, <laughs> which is my, like, third time I'm like, this has got to be the one. So, of gotta course, I'm it. deathly ill and look like a recycled rag oh when I get there. Gosh. Your third time for the same audition? No, no. Oh, I, but I, this is my third time in with them. And <laughs> they're like, all right. <laughs> and so I can barely speak. Sometimes there aren't even any words. They just want to see you, yeah. turn to the side, play with this phone, whatever. Yeah. And so this wasn't that, of course. They're like, face the camera, tell us something oh that's that, that you're passionate about. And I was like, help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get it at all. They're like, are you all right? Like, get her a Kleenex. <laughs> like, my nose is just, like, draining down my face. So, yeah, that was fabulous. Um, So I'll be looking for work was the moral of that story. Uh, I don't think that went the way right. that I wanted it to. Right, right, But, right. yeah, that's what I do with my life currently. Oh, cool. And then I write and uh, try to, you know... Try to live the dream as we all do. Awesome. Yeah, working on trying to. Uh, I have a pilot that got quasi picked up over the summer, and then we had lots of issues with it, and so we're attempting to re get that picked mm-hmm. up. Okay. So that's where we're at with that. But, Good. What's it about? Uh, it's a spoof. It's a parody of Angie Tribeca. If you aren't familiar, it's really really funny. And Angie Tribeca is uh, is is very much like um, like a gumshoe. Um, Fun. She's like a female Leslie Nielsen kind of thing. Um, oh, I love that. So and then ours is a parody of that. Even so, to take it one Good step further. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, right on. Okay. So, what are some of the things that you find difficult in life? Oh God! Just living is so hard. I know. Especially now that it's cold. Oh Oh my God! Difficult in life. I think just being in this industry at all is just you know constantly reevaluating your own self worth, which is awful. I mean, I think we do that anyway, as as especially as women. Yeah. I hate to pull that like feminist card, but I think we definitely do. Um, because it's so tied to like exterior beauty yeah. or what you've done with your body. Like, have you, have you created a child? Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't, then what have you done? And right. are you, you know, and why are you still existing? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> have you made some man happy? And if you haven't, what, you know, it's like, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not a man hater and I'm, I'm, I wouldn't even call myself a feminist, but I think there's, there's all this like exterior pressure just to exist as a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you throw yourself into an industry that even further, um, devalues just like your core uh, characteristics like yeah. oh you're a good person oh you're you know a, a talented writer uh, you know you're you're nice you're fun to be around but yeah. like none of that matters if you're not on TV or if you're not getting <laughs> yeah. up seven times a week at the clubs like, or what are you doing are you in contention for a half hour and, and those things just make you go oh well then I'm not doing anything I'm like I'm not accomplishing anything so I would say that this this industry in general <laughs> I think makes it hard to get up every day and feel like you're making ground, first of all, because the, yeah. the marks are, they shouldn't be, but there's these very specific like milestones that we're supposed to hit. And you just kind of are always made to feel like if you're not doing that, then you're on the wrong path. 
And while I think there's like some validity to it, you know, you should be advancing, you should be getting past. Those are those are all good things, but it doesn't necessarily mean the stuff that you are doing and are accomplishing isn't as valid and isn't as important for you. Right, right. it's a journey, but still, that's hard. Yeah. yeah, it's just hard to get other people to uh, <laughs> to agree with you when you're like, no, but I'm doing this thing, and they're like, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. You know? Because our industry, if you're not in the industry, then you're like, you're. We basically go looking for a job every day. Every day. Every day we go, we are interviewing for a job. Whereas you, other people, you go, you get a job, and then you have that job for an extended amount of time until you get Years. fired or you quit, yeah. and then you get another job. So we have to do that every single day and multiple times a day. And not just that. I mean, you get jobs that then become nothing or, I mean, like I, I'm, I'm on uh first refusal for a commercial which is amazing but yeah. still means that until I like walk onto the set they can be like you're released until um, you're <laughs> yeah. until you're we, we yeah. found this other thing and yeah. you know and so it's like you have like these little moments of joy or even like I we've all I'm sure like shot something or mm-hmm. been part of something that had like a ton of potential and then just nothing comes of it nothing yeah. comes of it and you were so yeah. pumped and about you it so much work for it and you like rearrange your whole schedule and you, you yeah. do so much stuff yeah yeah and so, it doesn't even make sense if it's Good. Like, I've definitely done things where in the middle of it, I've been like, this is a piece of shit. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but in the, but things sure. that are good, and they look cute, and I'm like, wow, nothing nothing came of that. That's yeah. weird. I've been part of, like, like large budget things that just get mishandled. They don't, they don't do the proper, you know, and who are we to say, but it's like, they don't get the right press. They don't go after the right angles. So even though it's this beautifully shot, well done thing, mm-hmm. you still have to get it in yeah. front of people. It has to be, you know, put yeah, into well. the right mm-hmm. channels. And 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 if you don't do that, then you know nobody's gonna go. Oh, but it's so beautifully shot. Like yeah. <laughs> that's not enough. People yeah, have to know money. it's out there. Gotta figure out how to, way to make money. Just the that. same as garbagey stuff sometimes ends up like killing it, and it's because right. they had the right team that yep. made people think that was a thing. Yeah. Are you able to combine, because I would imagine you travel a lot doing print stuff, right? Are you able to combine that with doing stand-up at all? Um, I don't travel as much for print. Uh, I, I will, but it's more, um, I was on the road a lot for stand-up on its own and kind of, my, my like internal struggle is always where to put my focus and mm-hmm. when I get like pissed off about stand-up and politics and what's going on with that. I tend to like back off a bit and the then, politics of stand up. Yeah. And okay. then like refocus my energy onto, you know, acting and writing. And so I'm always kind of trying to figure out what deserves more attention. I will say that I find um, stand up very rewarding and I really enjoy doing, it, especially being on the road, because the cool thing about being on the road is more often than not, you're in towns or in places where people just want to be entertained. So mm. they're not necessarily looking at your name going, well, who the hell is that? Right. Like they're going out for the night. And if you're on the bill, they're excited because they're going out. Whereas here <laughs> we always are like fighting to have a, a reason to be yeah. on that bill. Well, why should you be on the bill with this person, this person? It's like, well, because I'm a comic, the same as they are. They yeah. started somewhere. I'm starting here, you yeah. know, and I have to earn yeah I have to earn my spot but being on the road you don't get that as much if you're funny and you're committed to the the set they're going to enjoy themselves and you're going to walk away feeling good and it's a win win whereas here we're fighting for six minutes all the time and not that we shouldn't it makes us you know it makes us better performers it makes us more appreciative but it's very nice to get out of here and have 25 minutes to kind of sit in your jokes and talk and and not worry about 
who's watching and deciding I'm never getting booked here again because I didn't crush every beat right. because I didn't right. have them from second one until they gave me the light. Yeah. You know, the, the stakes are different and they're nice. So I, I really enjoy going on the road to A, have the luxury of more time, but B, to just be around other uh, kinds of audiences and, and just, you know, tweak your material, do your crowd work and be kind of zen not worried wow. about the light. Uh, it's, it's a really nice feeling. And you forget that when you're, uh, the reverse is true too. I had like not done road work in forever. And then I did a week of shows in Myrtle beach and I had been so focused on like acting and doing whatever the first night happened to go really well. But then the next night was an abomination. Like oh it God. was really wow. terrible. And I just lost sight of the fact, like you're not in New York. So like coming at them like boom 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 this joke this joke this joke this joke and I wasn't really trying to relate because you don't have time to do that in New York they're gonna no, like right. me or they're not that's the thing about New York it's like so fast paced yeah. really like, it's like if you want six minutes like everybody's fighting for yeah. it not just comics like people don't have time for six minutes like alright let's next joke let's go let's go it's the whole city it's just the energy of the city it's how it is yeah I mean it can be very daunting so I mean I it, it was good to get back out there and be like oh that's right like these people in South Carolina don't give a fuck about yeah. New York tempo and no. New York, you know, cadence and all that kind of stuff. And so it's a good reminder to like absorb each audience for what it is. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, but I do, I mean, to answer the question, to come back to it from a really long winded answer is that, uh, <laughs> that I love, um, I love being on the road in any case because it gets you out of the, uh, the mindset of here, the high stakes and the, the high pressure. It's, it's good to step away from that and be reminded that, you know, the world outside of New York is is pretty different and pretty regional. Like they have they yeah. have a different outlook on things than we do here. So this isn't really the be all and end all. No, we're right. in a bubble. Right. We are in a bubble we where are. we're really hard on ourselves. And again, yeah. it's good for us in a lot of ways, but it's also not realistic to yeah. think that if you're not crushing it here, there's not, no market for you. That's right, just right, not, true. not true. That's yeah. just right. not true. Who sends you, do you book yourself on these road gigs or do you have a road manager? For comedy, do I, do, I do my own thing, um, largely because A, I would say if, if I'm honest, I don't necessarily have enough of a career yet to be managed, but also when I have spoken to people about it in the past, as with anybody that's looking to take a percentage of your work, then they're looking to have you on the road 40 weeks a year. Oh. That doesn't coincide with me wanting to act mm. and uh, write and, and be based somewhere. Right. Um, I'm not 21. I'm not a dude. Yeah. I don't want to be on the road for 40 weeks yeah. and die alone and oh not gosh. even have time yeah. to go shop for the cat. Like, that's what yeah. that life is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't appeal to me. And that's really what, unless you're already doing TV and doing stuff where you and a manager can agree, hey, I want to be on the road 15 weeks a year, 20 weeks a year, and then I want to focus on this. Otherwise, they're going to just throw you to the wolves as much as possible because they want their cut. And it makes right. sense. Yeah. If they're making 10% of what you're doing, they need to have you out a there lot. Yeah. constantly. So it's not something I'm really interested in. I try to go to the places I go to to do other work, but also places that I want to be in. I don't want to be in Spokane for seven days to right. make my yeah. agent a thousand dollars. You know, I don't want to do that with all due respect to Spokane or whatever, but <laughs> I don't know anyone there. Shout out to Spokane. Yeah. <laughs> Go Washington. Yeah. Uh, Nike forever. <laughs> yeah. So no, I want to do stuff that, that is 
I'm at an age where I'm like, no, I want to do stuff that I want to do. Yeah. No, <laughs> so yeah. if somebody wants to come along for the ride and figure that out with me and be okay with that, cool. But it's, I'm not famous enough yet to, for that to be a, a hell of a pitch. <laughs> and right. so I'm just kind of waiting it out and trying to do the stuff that I think is most relevant for that right now. Cool. Wow, that's nice. impressive that yeah. you book yourself. I guess a fair amount of people actually do that. I think comedians, mo- yeah, I think they do. Because what do you it's do? You just send them your stuff and you're like, put me up? Yeah, I mean, I think you'd be surprised at how many connections you actually have. One, I would say if, if there's one thing that I have that, to my credit, is that I'm very good at networking, which I hate the word because it's so watered down That's and sounds our, so yeah. shitty. But I'm very, I love people. I'm very good at reaching out to people, mm-hmm. doing things for people that don't benefit me. Um, I think yeah. we don't do that enough for each other. Mm-hmm. And um, and it, it does come back to you. I mean, I've, I've yeah. introduced people to each other that a year or two down the road, they're like, oh, I'm such and such's friend that I met you at, you know, Mm -hmm. in Cincinnati and you introduced me to blah, blah, blah. And anyway, I know you're a comic. Do you want to do this corporate gig? And it's like, wow. Wow, that's awesome. It builds. So never take for granted, like, the, just the, introducing two people can come back to you in a way that you had no intention. But yes, send your stuff out to people. Reach out to people. If you have family... It, my, my parents happened to have a, a, a beach house in Myrtle Beach. And mm-hmm. so I always wanted to just go do clubs down there because I had a place to stay. Yeah. And my family, you know, could come. That'd be, yeah, that's so fun. that's why I said, okay, cool. Well, yeah. I, so I reached out to a club owner down there and Brilliant. said, could I sometime right. come through and do five minutes? Now, would it make financial sense for you to do that if you couldn't turn it into a vacation? No. Yeah. But that's why I say, be smart, figure out. Is there a place where you have friends, family, or something else going on where you could walk in and do five minutes, yeah. make an impression, and then hopefully you get invited back? And that's where that started for me. Or, you know, just having done acting work, I'll send acting stuff to people and tell them, hey, I'm also a comic. Because don't take for granted, like, I'll be the first person to admit, and we all do, when we get brought on stage, they're like, what are your credits? I'm not getting brought to stage with Conan or yeah. Jay Leno or any of that shit yet. Yeah. Right. I get brought to stage with acting credits. Right. It legitimizes that I'm a performer. Right. I don't feel badly about that. There's some people yeah, that get all up either. in arms. Well, fuck you because you've never been paid to do stand up on TV. It's like, well, no. Really? I've been, you know, focusing on these things. Yeah. But what it tells the audience is here's a person that is committed to this, like, craft. That's it. Yeah. You just want to have a You're reason for them to watch You're it. You're an entertainer. You're a so professional. Give yourself credits. Like legitimate credits and focus on that, and then you know go from there or earn it in retrospect. But people, a lot of times, as you guys know, like mm-hmm. we have friends that you know their podcast is their brand, but it's nothing to do with their stand up. Yeah. But it's a cool way that they bring their fans and followers to shows. Right. Right. Yay! Like that's reciprocal, yeah. and we nobody should be faulted for whatever means yeah. you can bring people to seats. I'm hoping the movie that I just did gets people to come out to shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's it called? Try T R I. Oh, I think I've seen you posting stuff about yeah. it. You oh, were... is that like a triathlete, mm-hmm. right? But you do that n- normally anyway, right? Oh, heavens no. Oh, I did okay. one, yeah, to oh. prove I could do it. Oh, okay, that's, yeah. But but no, I definitely hadn't. It was a huge, like, deal for me to, like, live uh-huh. through it and not... Good for you. I know, right? That's great. One of my sisters used to do triathlons. They're intense. Yeah, it's a lot of money and a lot... Of, I was very fortunate that having done the movie, the movie gave me... A reason is... Well, no, they gave me all the equipment. Oh, <laughs> they, wow. gave, they paid for me to... Uh, the, the race let me do the race for free as part of p- press 
Um, nice. It's an expensive <laughs> endeavor. Yeah, yeah that would be sure. my credit. I'd be like, I did a triathlon. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. I finally finished in the bottom fifty, but I wasn't last. You did it, and I didn't drown, and that was really what I wanted to take away from it. Were you so. ever a swimmer? Oh fuck no! Oh, oh. that's impressive. When I was a little kid, you know, I I did the swim lessons and all that, but, like, it's, swimming in open water is so scary. Yeah, I grew up, I grew up on the shore, and I was a lifeguard, and it is not, I mean, swimming in open water is tricky. The one I did was in Virginia. Was it in the ocean or no? Lake? This was in a lake. Oh my yeah, gosh. I actually entered the the uh, the lottery for the New York, and I didn't get it. I'm actually kind of glad no. because you're swimming in the Hudson in no. July. No, in my head no. I'm going, yeah, it'd be such an accomplishment, and then no. I was like, oh my fucking god, no you'd way. probably have to have limbs cut off, and it would oh. be so like the water is so gross. Oh my god! In addition yeah. to like vaccinated afterwards, yeah, <laughs> and just think about how many bodies that is in the oh. Hudson in the summer. You're to get in your mouth and your ears. Yeah. Oh, and you your definitely nose do. Your eye. Make Ooh. no mistake that you get water everywhere. Like people are kicking you and smacking you around. Because before we actually it's like dance class, you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> well, we filmed at a couple triathlons before the movie, so like I, I I went through a mini version of the experience several times, and it's brutal. I mean, it's really really brutal. Like wow. Yeah. People that do this like as a as a sport and are really committed to it, my hat's off because the minute they put the fucking swim cap over my ears and sucked my brain out and I had no hair and I just felt like a giant penis like in this wetsuit and like you're so defeminized and it's awful. Did you do it during the winter or like was it cold when you had to do it? No we filmed in the summer thank god God. and then I did one in the summer so I I haven't done anything like outside my temperature comfort zone yet. Oh god. Yeah. (laughs) Okay next question. (laughs) We're going really slow Mm, with the question. This is good. What's your greatest fear and why? Boy, God, my greatest fear. Your grandma? Oh, that's mine. (laughs) (laughs) My greatest fear. She's dead anyway. She hated me. Gosh, that's a really intense question from two comedians. Uh, I know. You you get to it. We're like, I like your outfit. What's your greatest fear? (laughs) (laughs) I'm worried that I'll never find the perfect shade of red. (laughs) It's got to be out there. Um... No. When am I gonna get a winter hat? <laughs> I think my greatest fear, probably pretty like shared with performers, is just not to like live up to my own idea of what success is. I, I yeah. would think. Ooh. That's a good one. Yeah, I think that that's the thing that keeps me awake at night and just kind of makes me like, as we all do, like wonder yeah. if it's all worth it. Are you yeah. are you doing the right stuff? Is are you ever gonna feel like you? You know, fulfilling, yeah, fulfilling yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't that. think I have to explain it any further. I feel no, like anybody, much, yeah, yeah, anybody in this industry, outside of this industry, will get it. Yeah, hundred oh, totally. percent. Yeah, everybody, I get it. I okay, next, last question: Have you conquered any fears? Yeah, doing the triathlon was a huge. I'm very frightened (laughs) of like swimming in open water. Um, I used to be really scared of the ocean. Where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in Baltimore and like we would, we would take trips to the beach and I would go jump in the waves, but like going out into the water without people was always very scary for me. And my sister was like this adventurous, like would drag me into the middle of the ocean and like throw (laughs) me up and and I was always so petrified of it. And so, yeah, it was, it was, I was very scared of like, you know, scared what's in it. 
or like drowning. <laughs> oh, drowning. Oh, okay. It's a giant body of water that can just carry you out to sea, and that's yeah. it. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm afraid of natural elements. I think more than anything because they're I feel about we space. take them for granted so much. Really I'm like, space. I don't want to go to space. Like, it'll just suck you out. Like, all those astronauts that go to space. I'm like, space is... It's forever. Well, lucky for you, it's not really an option. <laughs> what? When I go to space, I'm going to be so scared. You just see Shauna. I'm going to space. You could. You could. You could pay to go to Mars or whatever that... I mean, clearly you won't, but... I would never. But you totally could. I don't want to go to Mars, okay? I don't even want to go there. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm spatial. All right. So now we have a scene. We do. Um. We've been. We've been writing scenes and having our, our guests do the scenes with us. Okay. So uh, Ankara writes one one week. I <coughs> I write one one week. This week I wrote one. And um. Okay. So we have sister one, sister two, and sister three. I'm gonna be sister three so that I can read the um like stage directions mm-hmm. after. Some of the comments, and um, I grew up on a Christmas tree farm, oh. and I was—I've been there um, helping to sell Christmas trees uh, this last month. Uh, so you know, you write what you know. All right. <laughs> so I wrote about that, which my father bought uh, chickens off of Amazon Prime, actually. Really? Wait, live yeah. chickens? Yeah, baby chicks. Oh. Yeah, no, and he he didn't always order them off of Amazon, but he always ordered them every year, and they come in a thing with little holes on top. And when they get there to the post office... But don't office, they breed? I mean, breed? You know, like, don't they grow up and then, like, make more chickens? Yeah. Oh, okay. But they're only in the box for, like, two days while they travel. Oh. I was going to say, there's... I mean, this <laughs> is... No, I just meant, like, why does he order them every year? Like... Oh, no, because they always, always get eaten by a different animal. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Oh, Because oh. everybody wants babies. No one wants these grown-ass chickens. Yeah, like, grown look at one. my babies. <laughs> Look at her. Oh, she's such a fine little chick. I didn't understand your question. I was like, they don't live in the box. I know. You're like, it's only for a day while they're traveling. They're so loud. They're so loud in the box, though. The post office calls as soon as they get there, and they are so loud. They're so fucking cute. So then he grows them and... <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so then they, they live on the farm and they grow and get bigger. And some of them do have chicks. Like, there was baby chicks already there, the other chickens on the farm. But, like, just, I don't know. Like, we were there in November and I heard something really loud coming from the chicken coop. This sounds like it's like I'm making this up. And I, I went over and I looked and I saw a fox uh, come out of the coop and he ran through some of those Christmas trees and then my brother was like oh my god was that a fox and I was like it was a fox (laughs) and all the chickens were like (laughs) (laughs) that's why he has to order chickens every year yes does he have do do they live in a a a chick house yeah okay so they're protected yeah Yeah, they're protected as long as I mean we close up the coop at night but during the day yeah yeah which it was odd that the fox was actually out it wasn't even, it, maybe it was getting dark, but it wasn't dark yet, so it was actually surprising. But if you leave the chicken coop open overnight, oh, forget about it. Yeah. Um, because uh, what else eats them? There's Dogs will eat them. We oh. I had a dog that used to go yeah, yeah. to the farm next door and yeah, yeah. terrorize the shit out of the animals. Their, their dogs will eat them, but they have the collars now. So oh, that they, okay, so they can't yeah, leave. Yeah, so they can't leave. Um and there's Fox. I'm talking about the 90s. Back in the... Remember? Yeah, Suspend your disbelief. Dogs didn't have <laughs> That's right. There was right. no electric fences. Right. What are those other things that eat? Um, possums. 
The possums oh, eat the, possums, uh, the chickens yeah. too. And this um, is a dumb question. Aren't possums blind? Uh, yeah, I think so, but they have really good sense of smell. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm. I think they see with their smell. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna look up because maybe I'm wrong about a possum. Um, are possums? You mean armadillo? Thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's no armadillos I've never in Florida. I'm like, what? You don't have them up here? There's in Texas opossums. Like, They're <laughs> such awesome. a awesome. fighting opossums. Wait, what are you looking up? Are possums blind? I thought they were. I thought all no, of them were. No, they're just nocturnal. Oh, okay. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. are generally nocturnal foraging throughout the night, but it's not all usual to see a possum out during the daytime. Anyway, they're not blind. Okay, okay so never mind. Which sister <laughs> should uh, Walker be? Oh, you, oh yeah. So you guys pick between one and two. It's up oh, to you. Oh, sure. Whatever you'd like. I'll be one. You could be two. Okay, great. Okay. Christmas tree farm exterior day inside barn. That's door. my part. Go for it then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Christmas tree barn, exterior day, inside barn, doors are wide open, so it's cold. Rebecca, can you get me a cup of coffee? Jessica, are you serious? Get your own coffee. <laughs> Didn't you say you were going in the house to get coffee? Oh my god, yes, Jesus, I forgot, okay. Guys, can you please stop fighting? We have people coming up with a tree. Oh, look at the beautiful tree, you found a good one. Here, let me help you put it in the shaker. Starts to awkwardly manhandle the tree to try and get, put it into the shaker. Rebecca, let me do it. Jessica is really big and strong and just picks up the tree, stands it in the shaker, and kicks the bottom to turn it on. Tree starts shaking. Jessica, I seriously don't understand why you need to be so bossy and do everything. I totally had that tree. Uh, to customers awkwardly standing there while Rebecca freaks out. <laughs> oh my god, they're so funny, right? Always play fighting. Seems so real. As an aside to the other two sisters, and slightly under her breath, can you two cut it out, please? I'm not paying you today. God. Yeah, I am being bossy. Sorry, Rebecca. Sorry, guys. To the family. Here you go, Rebecca. You totally can do this yourself. Throws huge Christmas tree at Rebecca, who gets completely covered by the tree as it lands on her, and then fall, and then she falls down with it on top of her. So you can get that through the baler fine by yourself too, right? Help me! Oh my God! Help me! This tree is killing me. Little boy starts to cry, and a mother is yelling for her husband to help Rebecca. <laughs> help her, Larry! <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys are really <laughs> too much. <laughs> this is our crazy Christmas sketch. <laughs> Runs over and helps Rebecca and then says to the little boy, don't cry, look, she's a fine. Takes the tree off of Rebecca and starts to put it through the baler. Help me put this gorgeous tree through the baler, little, little guy. He starts to help her. This is not our Christmas sketch. She's a fucking beast. Why are you always such a bitch? I can't take it anymore. I'm going to get some coffee. Runs off, hopping and puffing across the yard into the house. Could she be more drama? Jessica, can you please help me? This tree is huge. Yeah, okay. They get the giant tree through the baler, and it's all netted up and ready to go on top of the car. Jessica stands the tree up, and they measure it. Okay, that's an eight-foot tree. That will be... $45, which includes tax. Woman. Oh, I'll be the woman. That price is outrageous. I'm not paying that for some bush. It's not, I'm not even Catholic. Forget it. This place is a madhouse. Little boy starts to cry again. 
that's the cheapest price you'll find around here, or really anywhere. You, you can't just cut down a tree and then not take it, woman. I can do whatever I want. I own my own hair salon. Okay, what does that have to do with anything? I'm my own person. Come on, Gerald and Larry, we are leaving. No one takes advantage of us on the holidays. Ugh! Okay, no problem. Have a nice day. This can be one of the trees we donate to the church. I'm sorry we didn't satisfy your needs today. Up yours! <laughs> wow. It's really a beautiful day today. So crisp and sunny. Are you kidding me right now? No, I love this weather. Are you okay? You seem off today. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Good job Thanks. being all those characters. So your life is uh, <laughs> on the Christmas tree farm was mega stressful, huh, Shana? <laughs> I have bossy sisters. It's informed your life greatly. <laughs> we, we can see. Oh my gosh, so funny. I totally got bossed around all weekend by one of my big sisters. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Where's this Christmas tree farm? Connecticut. Waterford, wow. Connecticut. Do you know Connecticut at mm, all? I've been uh, to... Uh, I used to actually like do... Um, Donations, donations is such a silly word for such an elitist organization. Yeah. I used to work for the Harvard Yale Polo Association. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they would have these, you know, these big events, and I, I'm so drawing a blank on the talent in Connecticut. Did you go where, to Harvard? Oh no, 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 no! Oh. I just worked for this organization. Oh, 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 it was oh. a paid employee. And um, you used to go to someplace in Connecticut. Yeah, they, they, New London. Here's what I remember: is that it was Stephanie Seymour, the supermodel from the '90s. It was her yeah. husband's. Yeah. Farm where they used to have this event, but the town totally yeah. escapes me right now. Oh, it wouldn't now. be in New London then. Oh, Greenwich. It wasn't no. Greenwich though. No, Greenwich isn't really farmy. Oh, Easton. Easton. Yeah, that sucks. I'm brain dead. I can't think of what it was. But anyway, was it on the shoreline or was it inland? We we would take the train up from Grand Central, and it was like a 45 minute Manford? excursion, is what Norwalk? I recall. No, not Norwalk. Then Darien. Darien. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Go team, go! Yeah, Dairy Head, <laughs> Connecticut. That's right. All right. All right, well, okay, so our next thing now, uh, we write a story that continues each week, and then we ask our guests to read the part that has It's um, like an improv writing thing. So it's an ongoing yeah. story. Okay. Yeah. And what was the last thing that happened? Okay, before? so in this, we pick a theme, and then we start writing on it. She writes one week, I write another week. We Which, chose the, Christmas the, for the theme was Christmas, month. and it's this character who she got for some reason while she was in um, Canada. <laughs> she got <laughs> she got a free stay Toronto. At, Toronto. She got a free stay at a fancy hotel, and she ate a lot of weed brownies one night and ordered um, herself a stripper, who showed up <laughs> a guy stripper dressed as a doctor but only wearing a lab coat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so he showed up, and she's invited him in for pancakes. Oh, no, and then she invited him in for pancakes, and he started to dance. That's yeah. what happened. Okay, so th- now I you're going to read what's going to happen next. So this is what happened. <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> you just read all. You don't have to, but... Okay, so I'm, I just read this story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I said, dance, baby, dance. <laughs> then I flipped on my favorite house music, and he started to dance, and I started to eat pancakes. <laughs> he was so hot, and I just laid back on that luxurious couch, stuffed pancakes in my mouth, and threw bacon at him. <laughs> he picked up one piece of bacon and ate it, but the next piece he took, stuck in his tiny little underwear with his big package. <laughs> he said as he wiggled over to me, 
the doctor is in. <laughs> I need to take your medicine. Oh my God. Then he straddled me and stuck his bacon-stuffed package in my face. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, let me tell you, if a doctor gives me a prescription, I'd take it. <laughs> I grabbed his hips and stuffed that bacon in my face like an animal. Then all of a sudden, I was so full <laughs> and sleepy. I needed a new prescription so I wouldn't pass out. I asked the doctor to slap me awake. I was like, listen, doctor, I like to be slapped. And I need to be slapped awake. Do it. Do it. Then the doctor slash hooker slash slapper <laughs> slid to the floor and started crying. <laughs> Can you imagine he looked even hotter crying? <laughs> Holy Christmas, what's going on here? End <laughs> scene. Good job, end scene. Yay. Fabulous. Good. Thank you so much, Walker. I hope you all envisioned yourself <laughs> having a bacon-stuffed penis <laughs> in your mouth. <laughs> about it later. He had a gold lame on in my mind. I don't know what color he had on in your mind. Lame. I was just thinking, like, the last thing I would do if I ate a bunch of pot was want other people to come wiggling around me and be, like, doing these, like, very physical activities as I'm, like, loafing about eating on the couch. But then I'm not a big weed smoker, so maybe that's how life goes. I don't know. Oh, thanks, Walker. You Thank were great. You, it was fun, Walker. you guys. I appreciate really it. appreciate it. Um, if you want to plug any of your upcoming shows, go ahead, go for it. Well, it's Christmas, so as you might imagine, I'm doing jack shit for the next week. Nice, uh, enjoy but it. I will plug Try. That's that movie that we mentioned earlier. Yes. Okay. TRI, and it's available on Amazon. Hulu, iTunes, Google Play. Oh, I'm um, going to watch it. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's available right now. Oh, awesome. So you can oh, download and stream. Oh, that's how we'll pay you stream. back for the $4. We Perfect, yes. yes. Yeah. Patronize the movie. <laughs> Let me know how you guys like it. It's climbing the charts. We've got like 15 reviews on that's Amazon. Great. So. Oh, leave reviews too. Yeah, totally yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's going good. So that's, that, that's it for me, guys. Okay, and then great. I'll be on the road again in 2017. Are you on Twitter? So. Yes. Okay, well, I'm Trophy Comic on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, and Snapchat. Yeah. When we uh, perfect. Thank you, Gone Girls. Thank you, Walker. We love you. Bye. Gone Girls podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls podcast. The Gone Girls podcast show.